Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chauffel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines begins right now. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. There's Corey and Ira. Hello, boys. Good to be with you guys. Mere minutes after having been with you on the practice field, and it should be noted, as always, we say thanks to our friends at Register. Uh, regi- yes, yeah. perfect. Yep, you that's did the it. way they like it. it. Yeah, yeah. Now. registers <laughs> sausage. Yay, sausage! I'll just do that. Big uh, speak all of a sudden. Big, I guess. Would it's you a call social it a, media firestorm? Was, was that almost? A, yeah. I want to say proclamation. It wasn't. It was a call to action. Yeah, Ben put a call to action out there, telling the headliners to motivate to just not go after publics on social media. But, yeah, but get but a little aggressive. Know. Yeah. And so you had like people. People are like tweeting their addresses. Yeah, their local public store. There, I mean, the people have spoken. And the public was public was, was responding. responding. Yeah, yeah. So it, the uh, I don't think the uh, I don't think he's put down the call to action. That's so probably if you, more. That, that's probably what we should have been suggesting all along, as opposed to you just wanting to have sit-ins. I mean, you're you're living still in the nineteen late seventies. <laughs> I mean, the sausage sit-in hasn't. It just hasn't caught. It on. It hasn't caught on like we thought. No. But uh, if you want registered sausage, if <laughs> you live outside of the area. It's, it's all right, man. It's my man's How's clearing that, his throat right when hey, he's man, the sorry. Is the cough button working? And the cough hey. button doesn't work. If it worked, I'd use it. You didn't click on it. I've tried it. You here, look. I'm, I'm holding it right now. Can you hear me? No, can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah see? Um, <laughs> hey, look, keep talking, Corey. Keep talking. I was done. Keep talking. Oh, oh. oh no, you did to me. Yeah, you talk. No. Oh, That's perfect. there it is. Yeah. From here get, on out, I'm going to just silence your ass. I'll signal you, you when I'm starting to clear point. my throat. Yeah, get okay. familiar with that button. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, re- really. Registermeats.com is the website. You can have it delivered. But like you said, like we said, if you're in the southeast, we haven't expanded worldwide, but if you're in the southeast and your local grocery store does not have registered sausage, you need to do it. We did the andouille this weekend. You did? Not the andouille. Andouille. The andouille. 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 And it was uh, sensational. We, I mean, it's, it's, a good it's weekend, the right amount of spice. But it's also just a great flavor, not too spicy. It's uh, hey, Let me ask you a question. Are you a guy that puts it in just like an uh, inch of water and uh, on the pan and let it simmer? Do you grill it? Full, How are you doing it? Full disclosure? Yeah. Disclosure? Don't tell me you yeah. microwave any No, uh, Kim made it. Okay, good. So I don't mm. know. Well, it's probably She made it. She made some, me. some jambalaya and uh, threw that okay. in there. Nice. Oh, okay, well done. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, before we get started with the practice field notes and practice and gen- full pads today, guys, so we got a lot to get yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, we should note, it's a dollar. Yeah. One dollar. 
If you haven't subscribed to Warchant.com by now, well, here's the deal. Look on your screen right now. Attention all FSU fans or people who just like to be entertained by wildly entertaining folks like mm. ourselves. Yep. This Preach. is it right here. Warchant.com on three for $1 for one year. I don't know when this goes away, guys. It could happen next week that they say, pull the dollar. Yeah. Pull the dollar. I don't know. So time is of the essence. I'd get on it. And it's a dollar for the whole year. So even like I said, I've said this before, but even if you're with another site and you're like, okay, I'm already paying money for one Florida State site, which was a, I'll be honest, was a dumb move by you way back when. But if you're still doing that, you could be like, look, I'll just test these guys out for a dollar and see if I like them. In a year, you're going to want to stick with us most likely. So just keep, give it a try. It's like a trial run, but for a full year. And when you, you got to type in warchant.com. If you just type in warchant.com, warchant.com, it'll take you there. And you're going to have two choices. You can get a dollar for four months, or you can get a dollar for the full year. Which one would you suggest? Go ahead and take the one for the full year, gang. That's three times the value, I'd say. You should so, be like a financial consultant. I mean, I feel like I, it just makes sense to me. I, it always has. It yeah, always has. The numbers line up for Yeah, you. it just does. Yeah. Some people just yeah, see things differently. It's like I, a, a really... Difficult puzzle for some of us. But yeah, not you. and You're I just like I, I think times yeah yeah I think a dollar for twelve months is a better deal than a dollar for four. It's like eight cents a day, a little over eight cents a day. So yeah, it's eight point three. No, it's like eight cents a month. Month. Yeah. It's eight point well, three cents a month. Yeah. Well, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. And Gene might send you some register sausage. Gene will. I mean, he might. I don't. He'll know. call Ben. We got everybody working together. This yeah. is good. Right. This is symmetry, good. synergy, synergy. I like to say. So today, full pads, and we were building to this moment. I really think they're building, obviously, to Saturday, which is the scrimmage that we're all going to miss. Although <laughs> I'm pretty sneaky, mm. but you know, you go. I, I got to be careful about how much I say there. But I mean, I, I think obviously they're they're excited to to let it rip on Saturday. They got tomorrow off, so today they went full pads. It was physical. I don't know that it was any more physical today, save for one period or two, than what they've been doing with shells. So they've been getting after it. And he was right. Mike said afterwards, you know, listen, the last three days have been very physical. And he's right about that. And you asked, Ira, is there any difference, in, uh, you know, when you see it at this level with the pads? And he was like, oh, really, the last three days you want to be physical. And he was, I think he's right about that. They were. They've been doing, especially on the line of scrimmage, you really see in that competition takeoff between the offensive line and the defensive line. And that's been a sight for sore eyes. It's not been something that they could sustain for much of the practices in uh, yesteryear, you know, last season, season before. They just didn't have enough bodies and enough talent where that really mattered. Now you're watching, you're engaged for, you know, nine, ten deep watching those guys get after each other. And it's, you know, there's a fine line. You know, somebody asked on the message boards yesterday on, on the Tribal Council, they asked, you know, is it as intense as it used to be, you know, in the, in the glory days? And I was like, well, college football isn't that anymore. Yeah. Well, either no. is pro football, by the yeah. way. Yeah, and yeah. The, the the days of Mickey Andrews, uh, you know, screaming on one side while they run goal line drills for 15 minutes and just beat each other into oblivion, it doesn't happen anymore. So it's not like that. But and and so you see situations like today, Mike Norvell. I'm, so I'm reminding a player, you know, stay stay, stay off, off the, the ground, ground because they don't want all the time tackling guys to the ground. That's where you get the the ankle injuries, the knee injuries, things like that. So they're being smart about it, but there was physicality. There was, and I was thinking when he was talking about that, like, you, what do you normally have in the preseason? Two scrimmages? Yeah. I mean, I just, if I'm him, and I know you can't do this, especially after the Jacksonville State debacle, don't you treat Duquesne like a scrimmage? And, like, that's your last scrimmage, and maybe you don't need a crazy, two crazy right. physical scrimmages. You, you maybe have one because you have to have one. But, man, I just, I don't know that getting, I, you have to be physical, and you have to practice tackling some. But in this day and age, I don't know that it makes sense to, um, 
you know, go all out two separate scrimmages when your first game is Duquesne. If you hadn't lost your last FCS game, I'd feel a little bit better about that. But. I would well, always say this. Right. You, that's, I mean, that's a fair point. It's a fair counter. <laughs> you never you never treat any game like a scrimmage, but you right. certainly – Well, they did. They did, yes. and they lost. Yeah. And yeah. they lost. Um, you, you can't do that. That was They made a mockery of it, and the message you send to your players isn't good. This game is not that game. This game, as you're correctly noting, is a game that they could experiment, if you will, if they wanted to. But I do think they're going to want to get a lot of guys in, and they're going to want to get into a rhythm. They're going to want to, you know, basically shake the dust off, because the benefit of having a game with officials and you know in the stadium and fans and all that is again you're kind of you can run what you want to run, but you can try to get into a rhythm. You can get a lot of depth players in there, and you can kick off the dust there and, and get to a rust and, and get to a position where uh, the advantage you have is you've played a game by the time you play LSU, and they haven't. Uh, but you, so you're not going to. You know, scrimmages oftentimes are situational. Yeah. They, they, obviously, you can't do that in a game. Already got questions about AZ in the chat. Is he – I mean, he's – he's. I'm not saying he's the story of preseason because I don't. we don't even know if he's going to start. It's unfair to say he's the story of the preseason. But he might be the story of the preseason just because I don't know if any – we were impressed by him in the spring. And obviously, he had you know impressive credentials coming out of high school – but Azaria Thomas is a football player and a guy that is funny. I said it yesterday on your show, and I read the roundtable you sent me. Hey, and you said the exact we, same before thing. Before we get into more uh, Azaria Thomas, uh, somebody commented on the YouTube because I went and watched uh, a few minutes of your uh, your hit. Is that okay. what we still call it in the business? Yeah. A hit? Radio hit. Yeah. Radio yeah. hit. Uh, yeah. Cameron I show. say something wrong? What, no. What, why, that picture they used for you has to be That 10 was years like old. last year. There's no way it that was, was last, last year. year. Zero yeah. chance. It was last year. So why can't we get an updated picture of you? You're still a handsome guy. Tom Wang likes me. I mean, that's 10 years Matthew ago, Ira. Me. That's false. That's not what you look like. But he's not using it to get a date. Why, but Good why point. are we using it? That was back when he was, uh, you but might still been to Osceola. This guy's a hater. This guy's a hater. Why not? Well, if I'm ever on there and you need a picture of me, how about you, my high school yearbook you photo? You want some flowing locks? Yeah, I mean, how about we just go as far back as we can? Your you wedding did, day. You Your wedding have, day was on Facebook you the did other have, day. I was heavier there. You do, which is hard to believe, but I was. <laughs> you, got, you did have good hair back in the I day. know, man. It was a thick mop. Go so anyway, I, I feel like, um, you know, maybe we could update the photo. Can I, I get I back to talking about his I We can, but that just bothered me. Before you fat shame me? Yeah. Um. The thing about, or old shame me. I'm more old shaming. I'm not fat shaming you. Uh, Azari Thomas, the fact that he's, the, you won't be able to keep him off the field. And it's funny, it's the exact same thing I said yesterday on your show. I, th- I, thought, I had written it when I, when I read it. Did you steal it? I read it. No, it? when yeah. I read it later, I was like, wait a minute. Jeff thinks I stole that from him because <laughs> I didn't read that till later. But I didn't. I thought the exact same thing. I don't know how you keep him off the field. I'm no. not saying he starts. Certainly not from day one necessarily. Although he might. But you, that, to me, he might be. He might be the re- biggest revelation. What's like, and what's so encouraging about that kid, man? It's not just he's got elite physical ability, right? We all agree with that. You can see it. He's very, very fast. He's long. Um, he's competitive. He's really smart. Yeah. Just go watch his interviews, and you don't have to watch his interviews because he shows it on the field. But if you watch his interviews, he's a thoughtful kid and he's a smart kid. And I was thinking about that today with Briggs and Verse. Right. Um, they're smart guys right. too, and that's you know being smart. I mean. Being smart is obviously important in every walk of life, but in football, when you're trying to make a team early and you're trying to get on the field early, understanding the concepts of what you're doing is so important. Um, and, man, he just he checks all the boxes of what you'd want 
in a for uh, what you would need for a freshman, a true freshman, to get on the field this early. Yeah, and he plays a position where freshmen can get on the field early if they have the understanding, the requisite. Understanding Even if they're not crazy about. smart, right. I think this kid is like smart, smart. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we'll have to give him a test or something. But I, I, I think he is smart, and he plays smart. Most importantly, and we should test him about whether it's better to have a dollar deal for four months or for twelve months, and then we'll go from. We'll there. know right then and there. We'll know That'll then and there it. what he we'll thinks. We'll just feel yeah. like this guy's a Mensa. But <laughs> what I would, what I would tell you is that uh, I do, I don't think they'll be able to keep him off the field. Uh, I don't know that. How much you want to put on him? I mean, week one against Duquesne is not a lot of pressure, so you could ease him in that way and say, I mean, surely you can cover Duquesne's receivers. But you didn't want to just throw him to the Wolves in the LSU game. Like, when are you going to start him? When's the game that you'd say, okay, well, I've seen enough? I mean, every day at practice, uh, he is arguably – he's the best corner they've had so far. Yes, he He's been better yep. than Duke Cooper so yep. far. Yep. He's, been be- he's been the best corner on the field at the practices we've been to. I've been at every practice but one. He's be- he's the best corner on the field, and they're covering similar receivers. It's not just because because they Florida State mixes and matches a lot with with who goes with Travis, who goes with Duffy, who goes with with Rodemaker, and we'll get to Rodemaker in a second. But uh, it's not like Cooper's guarding guys like the he's not covering Randy Moss, and Thomas is out here covering you know I'm not going to say say somebody on the current Disparage team, but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they they are going against similar guys, and yeah, man, it's it's again we're one day into full pads. And it's one week into his uh, first preseason camp. But, yes, I don't know that he could have been more impressive. Anybody could have been more impressive than Azaria Thomas through the first week. Yeah, so I, I think that part is established. And now we'll watch throughout camp. We'll see how he performs in the scrimmages and what physical practices we get to see in the 11-on-11, 7-on-7s. I am curious what you think is going to change the most now that we've arrived where football practice is real. Now you have full pads more often than not. You've got... Uh, the ability to be very, very physical. Uh, they've also hit the ground running in terms of install. Day one, they were already installing because they had 90% of the participants here in the spring, so they could do that. I'm just kind of curious what we think changes starting. Like, And the reason I bring it up here is Mike Norbell said today that tomorrow they have a day off and they're going to use that time to look at the film. I thought this was interesting. Very telling. Yeah. And, and he, he was trying to say it without saying it that – they're maybe going to shuffle the depth chart right. a move, little. Move some people move around. Move some people around was yeah. the quote. So I am. I'm standing next to you when you asked the question. I thought his answer. I was like, okay. So he's telling you tomorrow they're studying film and they're going to move guys around based on this little over a week that we've already seen. Because there and that's because not there have been guys emerging. That that that's one position for sure. But then there's been other positions as well where guys who maybe transferred who transferred in either in the spring or the summer. A lot of those guys, you're not going to put them, even if you think they might end up being with the first team, you're not going to do that right away. Yeah. But now they've had six practices, yeah. and I, it's going to be when we go out there on Thursday, I think there there might be some different guys, you know, different running with different groups. Because you do need to see those guys. You need to see some of those new offensive linemen blocking, you know, Lovett and, and Cooper. You know, you need to see some of these. You need to see them go up against the best. I don't want to make predictions because he he might get mad about that. We'll just observe, and we won't talk necessarily about depth to some degree. But I, I got to tell you, I, I can tell you about two separate times today that Bryson Estes blocked Fabian Lovett and won, not once but twice. Now that is stunning, and that is a kid that continues, in my estimation, to really emerge. I don't know yeah. if you know he's, he did. Norvell was asked about him. Somebody else in the media asked about him today, and he and he kind of. Couched it a little bit and said he is coming along, but 
not everything. He doesn't have everything right, down Right, he doesn't yet. have everything yet. But, but the physical, yeah, one-on-one, that it's was It's there. I mean, think about that. Fabian Lovett doesn't lose too many of those battles at all, and he lost twice to Estes today. Right. Estes is also, according to Norvell, one of the strongest yeah, when members he came of the football in. team. He's yeah, when he, came, when he came in, I remember that first spring, he was an early enrollee, and guys were raving about him in the weight yeah. room. They're like, dude, yeah. that's not a guy that has missed many sessions No, he moves well, too. So, again, that that's not to say that that kid's right. a starter, he's firmly entrenched. What it is to say is that you have a guy that maybe you hadn't thought a lot about coming out of spring, who now all of a sudden you're like, that guy's fighting for playing time at guard. That guy could could make the starting lineup. That's good. You want this competition. You want it at several positions. And I think it's telling that yesterday at practice when they were in the goal, they were in the red zone. Um, they took and look, we we won't give. A, I'm not giving away depth charts, and they don't really technically have a depth they chart don't have yet anyway, right now, first yeah. team or second team. But let's say the person, the right guard that had been working with Jordan Travis's group. Um, they took him out and put Estes in, and it wasn't because of an injury. I think they wanted to see him in that setting inside the 10 or 15-yard line against those guys. Now, that there right. was a play that didn't go very well for him, but there were they, they want to see him do that because I, you don't do that with a guy that you're playing right. on redshirting and it's not a part of the – you don't think it's a part of the rotation. And, and they clearly think that Estes could be a guy – that, that could and should be part of the rotation. Well, and then just to generalize again, some of the transfers, Ira, you brought this up. I mean, Demetri Emanuel is getting a lot of run. I, I can say that. He's getting a lot of opportunities. Yeah, bless just, Harris, too. Yeah, yeah those are all guys that are getting opportunities. That's where the competition is. And so at the start of camp, he had mentioned that he thought they had 10 or 11 guys that they would be rotating in and competing. I kind of rolled my eyes because coming out of spring, I thought to myself, you don't have 10 or 11 guys. Then they, they went out and got they, a few more. They got 10 or 11 guys. They do. The other thing, and, and you mentioned Tate, and I think this is a good segue to that. Good. Let's but do it. They did a lot of scrimmaging today, and he said he did, originally didn't want to do that, but he decided to do some scrimmaging today, basically ones and ones and twos and twos, to just kind of see where they're at, kind of get a, a, a grade of kind of where they're at, a measuring stick. And that second-team offense, not only like – I was just impressed they function. They operate. Well, they flowed, buddy. You no, know, they did. And that was just like gravy. But compared to like the last several oh, yeah, years. It was a nightmare. When you'd have the second team defensive front against the second team offensive front, it just was a jailbreak. Every play, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't operate. Now, when the second team offensive line's out there, now we'll see. Maybe one or two of those guys will end up with the ones. But that group can operate, and that's impressive. Bravo to Tate Rodemakers today. It was his day. I thought he was spectacular. We've got plenty to get into, a lot of great observations. They, 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 they're communicating better. There's better leadership. There's better depth. There are reasons to be excited uh, relative to what the what the you know ceiling was a year ago and the year before that. So uh, we don't think they're going to win the ACC per se, but there are a lot of things to kind of rave about and, and break down and talk about. We'll do it. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Ho, 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle game. Distracting you from the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. You're damn right it is. Tallahassee, off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. 
It's uh man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week, like you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> Never in mind person, the food, you get to see the three of us. But yeah, the food and the the drinks, the the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working. At and Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food. I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song, but with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them with a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Keeps growing. They're yeah. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Lest we seem overly optimistic, special teams suck today. It there you go. That's a, that's a good way to put it. I think uh, yeah, mainly and, one area, uh, the, the punters. And, and the backup punter is a legitimate punter. Like well, then there was also a bad snap in the field goal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. They didn't snap it well. They didn't punt it well. The uh, Yeah, and, and Aslan's uh, video, you know, he posts video uh, highlights, and then he also posts Mike Norvell talking to the media after practice, and he writes a little blurb about what the video is going to be. And uh, he had on there that, uh, you know, there was some mild criticism for the special teams unit. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that was not mild. It was not mild. mild. It was it direct. Was, yeah. yeah, he was he went out hot. of his way to bring it up. Yeah, and Papuchas went off on a couple of the Woo! young men as well. The poor kid who yeah. botched the snap on the field goal yeah. attempt. That one that kind of hurt my feelings <laughs> hearing what he had to say to him. Well, you know, it's one but, of those I mean, things where you got up, one, you, you yeah, got one job. Yeah, you kind of can't screw that up. And it was a terrible snap. It was like six rolls. Yeah. Never they, got off the ground. The best I ever saw in that situation. That's was, why you don't need to be kicking field goals. <laughs> When Jay, <coughs> excuse me, when Jay Graham, I'm sorry, man. When Jay Graham was an assistant coach here under Jimbo, there was they had a, a walk on punter or walk on field, uh, place kicker, and he had hit. You know they were doing directional kickoffs, and he hit it in the wrong spot like two times in a row, and Jay Graham just got in this kid's face, and it was a walk on freshman, and he, I mean, he just was like. Yeah, you know, you're the worst human being in the world. I mean, it was just like it <laughs> right. was. Yeah. And I was standing fair. right That's probably there, fair at that moment. And I was like, this kid looked like he was. I didn't he, he didn't go coached. on to a great career? It wasn't there was not there's not a fairy tale story that oh, and they turned into be, you know. He turned out he was the worst kid in the world. Oh, well, you know. I've often wondered because, you know, every generation says the previous generation was tougher and can handle things more, and I, I try not to fall into that trap. But certainly, what you can say to kids has changed dramatically. Right. We all saw Mickey Andrews talk to his players. Yes. Very different than what you might hear in a, a practice of today. Well, and also, if Mickey had the portal to deal with, maybe that changes yeah, maybe that his, changes, the way he coaches yeah. just a touch. But I remember, I mean, we had a coach that was very imaginative in the way that he described your performance or if you screwed up. It, it was hilarious. It was almost like the military because it was cruel, but it was funny. It was unique. And so I would try not to burst out laughing. I would always hear it. Even if it was directed at me, I would laugh. But I don't know if kids today can just shake it off as easy. I don't, they're, they're, <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not. I mean, we thought it was funny, some of the things that we'd hear. And anyhow, just an aside. But that was really, I, I think that camp has gone well. I, don't, I think if we're just giving you a general observation about where they're at, the feeling uh, amongst the three of us is that, they are better. They have a couple of areas of concerns, and we're careful not to get into too many details, but these aren't things that you wouldn't have thought of. I mean, I don't feel like they have a depth of talent at wide receiver that we're in love with right now. Um, yeah. There's a guy every – I mean, listen, 
there's a player or two every practice where you go, oh, well, that's good to see. You yeah. know, um, Like today it was Darian Williams. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. He stepped up, and all of a sudden you're like, well, maybe he can be something. you know. And, right, and I thought Johnny Wilson had his best day, uh, really by time. far. I done yeah. anything up until today. Yeah, I thought and, he had his best day And by I don't far. mean that meanly or even sarcastically or anything like that. He, I've been waiting for a day like today. Um, you know, Ira, you rolled your eyes at me yesterday because I thought Portier had a couple big plays. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't. I wasn't rolling my eyes. You, you kind of like, rolled your eyes at me a little bit. Well, he's an example of a guy who, and we'll see maybe on Thursday. But a lot of times, yeah. if your rep is against not the best cornerback, you know, I want to see it against the best cornerbacks. Yeah. And, and so, so th- at that point, I'll believe it. But because I've liked Portier in the past, um, you've been lot, burned, uh, man. You've yeah, been burned. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's talk about Tate, Corey. You seemed a little. Yeah. You you got on Twitter talking about Tate Rodemaker. I did. Um, man, I I just couldn't have been more impressed uh, with what he did today. And he let's he hadn't done much the last two days. I'll leave it at that. But today he came out there and everything just seemed different um, with the whole offense. Uh, he he just gets it out on time. He he looked like he did in the spring. He carried it over from the spring to the point where he was so good today. And again, it's one day in pads. I got, but I'm I'm also stacking it on what he did in the spring. That you're like, okay, man, it maybe it wouldn't be the end of the world if 13 got hurt. You still don't want that. 13, Jordan Travis is still your starter, but you feel good. You feel you feel better about a backup quarterback, I think, than you hear have here in a while. Well, it would have to maybe be a different offense with him running the show, but I still think it could be a productive one with some mistakes and some growing pains. Obviously, two reasons why though. The first is that if he has to come in and play, they have an offensive line now that can give him the time to throw yeah, in the pocket in a way that he hasn't had since he's been here, right? 100%. So he can let things develop. And what what is his strength? I think his strength is throwing the ball down the seam. He's very accurate. The biggest plays that come down the seam in these practices are not from Jordan Travis. They are from Tate yeah. Rodemaker every time. Now – what it does is a couple of things. It reminds you where Jordan has got to get better. It reminds you kind of the lament that you have that they don't have a good enough receiving core to actually make that a real competition. What I mean by that is this could turn into a Jordan Travis Tate Rodemaker competition if, coupled with that better offensive line, they had a bevy of receivers you trusted. But they don't. Like game-changing type Right, receivers. or yeah. even one game-changing yeah. wide receiver. They don't. And because they don't, Tate can't win the job. That's not a knock on Jordan as much as it is praise for Tate as a thrower. He's a good thrower of the football. We've, we've said this. The three of us have taken oh, yeah. turns saying that if you were just talking about a passer, Tate's a better passer, period. He just is. But they don't have, in the past, they haven't had the offensive line to protect him to let those routes develop. Two, they don't have enough talent at wide receiver for that to be the case and three unfortunately for Tate when he has been given an opportunity to play he hadn't played well I was gonna say you touched on two things there one is excuse me that we do we do need to see what Tate does under the lights you know because the the opportunities he have has had have not gone particularly well they haven't there were some unfair situations well spring was not since that but but even going back to you know his freshman year when he got thrown out there a lot of that was unfair yeah so but it happened and so we need to see it on a Saturday or, or Friday night or whatever it is. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing I would I would say is the way you're saying that, though, it makes it sound like you know it goes along with the theory that Jordan is the best option only because of his legs. 
And I don't think that's true. I think I think Jordan can be, and I've, I have not been disappointed by him in this preseason. I think he can be a very effective, very good college quarterback because of his what he does do throwing, but mostly yeah, because total of all, but yeah, exactly because of all the tools he has. So that's my point. I, the, it implies the way you phrased it. I think it would imply to some people yeah. that he's only got the job because at least he can throw the ball too. I think we agree that it implies that, and I can hear it. I can hear where somebody would hear that and go, "Oh," but I also think it points out Jordan's limitations. It's you know six and one half dozen the other. I think that we're saying that Jordan has holes in his game, as does Tate. Right. And when we highlight the other's strength, it seems to maybe take away from the other guy. When it really is just telling you that they both are uh, somewhat limited. You know, yeah. they but, don't have uh, but, any quarterback here. They but don't. I am excited to see what Jordan can do with an offensive line yeah. and better receivers. Now, I am too. They're am not too. dominant receivers. We haven't seen anybody at receiver that's dominant or close to it, but they will be better. I think the, I, I no, still they're feel better across the board. Yeah. yeah. And I and I feel like with, with Jordan, um, and it happened today, like they had a drive, he had, they started the ball at the 25 yard line. And they had a drive in for a touchdown where he didn't throw a pass. Trayshawn had what probably would have been a 25 yard touchdown. And this against the first team defense. Now they're mixing and matching up front, but still, basically. And the two safeties um, aren't starters. But still, it's 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 a, the one defense. And Trayshawn takes a 25 yard run. I don't think that happens if Tate Rodemaker's right. the quarterback. I think just Jordan Travis's presence makes the offense better because you have to account for other things that you don't when Tate Rodemaker is the quarterback. And that's why we'd say, if he had huge, if he had great weapons outside, you might flip your whole offense to take it. I mean, I think Tate has some pretty pretty unique skills. I mean, and it's good to know that he has potential. Like we, you know, we've seen it now. We we don't know what it'll look like under the lights, and maybe he's just one of those guys that it doesn't click under well, the lights. And I, and I think we get but into we this. know there's a there's a ceiling there that I didn't know was there before the spring. Then I think we get into this trap, like the three of us do. We just get into this trap <clears> of either I don't think we're trying to placate to any one person or. I don't think we're rooting for any particular person, but we know that if we praise this person's strength and this guy and point out this guy's weakness, that it does come across as we're choosing sides. And I don't mean it to sound like that. I just think I can unequivocally say that Tate Rodemaker is a better passer of the football than Jordan Travis. Well, and I can say he's better than I thought he was. So, you know, he, but, I didn't think, I thought last year, I'm like, man, this guy, why, if he can't even beat out Mackenzie Milton for second string. That, Why is he that, on this team? That is disappointing. You and know then, that, the, then this spring yeah. happened, and I'm like, okay. there. I, I, you know, we talked about him a lot. But Ira, if you think about it this way, so just to our point, remember, Ira, you rightfully went back at him last year when he was ripping Tate. Right. And you're yeah. like, hold on. that's the." <laughs> and and I think what's, a, what's really cool about us having the access to watch practice is being able to see the way guys develop because as, as media and fans who, who only get to see Saturdays. Yeah. And we make these judgments based on what the first time we see a guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And by seeing these practices and seeing the development over time, you see how that process works. And I, that's why I really appreciate Norvell letting us out there. Because another guy to me is like Joshua Burrell. Joshua Burrell missed all of last year. He was a freshman wide receiver. Came in with Malik McLean and <clears throat> had surgery, missed the whole season. The first time we saw him really was this spring. We were not very impressed. I'm telling you, like this, I don't know that he's going to contribute this season, but from what we've seen in preseason, there's something there. He could be a guy that could play for Florida State at wide receiver that I didn't know in the spring. So if I only saw him in the, you know, for at the spring game, for example, or something like that, I would never think, okay, there's anything there. So there's a lot of guys like that 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 now we've seen. Tate's a, the, probably the best example, but there's a lot of guys that we see 
now we see what coaches see and, and, and why it's important to kind of invest that time. Well, it's not it's important too not to give up on guys, right? right. I mean yeah. like if you brought a guy in for a reason, DJ Lundy. You liked it, yes. DJ Lundy's, who's lost DJ Lundy's a really good example. He's, he's flashing he's well. He's flashing yeah. a lot. And yeah. I would Derek say and going back to, to Tate real quick, and what it does for a team is like you look, man, Tate Tate is catching a snap, seeing it, getting rid of it quick. Like he sees it quicker. And I think I'm fair, I, I'm I'm okay in saying this, and I just think he's he sees it quicker than Jordan maybe. I think he might quite I, literally see it. And I see think it. he sees it quick. Because well, he's, he is taller. He's a lot taller. He yeah. taller. Yeah. But, he, but he also, again, their natures are different. Jordan no, Travis right. Jordan Travis but never that, turns that the ball my, over. That was my point. Is that Jordan Travis is a very conservative kid by nature, yeah, I think. And the other kid Tate is very aggressive. Tate kind of lets it rip. And Tate <laughs> let Jackson it rip State down the field. <laughs> yeah. Tate let it rip down the field to the tune of like an 80-yard drive with great throws all over the field to a bunch of different guys. Catching it, seeing it, letting it rip. Jordan Travis gets the ball in the very next series and makes, I thought, his best throw of the day. He hits uh, Pittman for about a 15-yard gain, middle of the field, sees it, trusts it, and rips yeah. it. And you talk about raising raising the level of the people you're competing against. And I don't think Jordan and Tate are in competition. No. But there's a challenge that was thrown down when you see your backup go do what he just did. And I thought With Jordan ease, came by the way, he went right yeah. down the field. It was like that day last spring. Remember mm-hmm. that one day when oh, we walked out of we practice? We were like stunned. Because they went back and forth. They both lit it up, yeah. So that's just good. That's just good good for the whole team. It's good for the whole offense to have something like that happen. Having Tate have a drive like that is good for Jordan Travis. Because it's like, all right, well, yeah, I need to start getting it to these guys quicker too. And he did. Simple Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in just a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You know, I wonder, I, I look in the chat here when we have these conversations. Of course, everybody weighs in with their opinions, and that's great. That's what this is for. It is Sports Talk Radio. But, you know, somebody noted that it's annoying to hear that the receivers still aren't emerging. I just don't know, and I don't want to give off the impression that they're not better. They are better. But that was never going to be the strength of this team coming into camp. I mean, yeah. they, they added pieces to try to improve an area of real weakness. That was the worst receiving core in the ACC a year ago. 
I think they're not going to be the worst. I think they'll be below average. But I don't think they'll be like, you're not going to walk out there and go, oh, my God, this they don't have anybody. I mean, I think they have three or four guys that you'll feel pretty good about on game days. Yeah, and I think the one of the uh, another revelation for me, and again, this is a guy that I don't necessarily think is probably, he may not catch 15 passes this year. Mm-hmm. But do span, like I thought in the spring, and we all talked about him in the, the roundtable people can read at warchant.com, <clears throat> for a dollar. Just a buck. A one dollar annual it's subscription. A dollar, folks. War, type in warchant.com. There it is on the screen. If you're listening to the podcast, there's more people watching now. But a dollar for the year. We did our first Warchant roundtable, and it was me, you, the three of us, Tom Lang and Aslan, answering a bunch of questions. Did we all say, I know <laughs> I mentioned Deuce We Pan. all talked a lot about Deuce Pan. Yeah. And he's a guy, in the spring, I thought, Okay, you see the speed. Yeah. You see the, the but he's height, a project. The body. A project, maybe like 2023. Two-year project. Maybe like 20, you know. This guy's got no chance in so the I, spring. It never occurred to me right. that he could be a weapon this pre- this fall. He could be a weapon this fall. I'm not, you know, I don't think he's going to be out there 45 snaps at wide receiver, but he might be out there 10 snaps. Oh, yeah, I think he will be out there more than 10 snaps. And Ira, to your point. It's to, cool to have one that looks like that, too. Oh, he looks like an NFL receiver. Yeah. Yeah, to echo your sentiment here, I would just say that I think they saw that he has a skill set that not a single one of their other receivers has. And so you have got to find a way to threaten down the field. you got to make a defense play you honest. And they don't have – that's really the weakness of this receiving core. There are guys with some individual skill sets that used as a complementary piece in a different offense would be a nice player. But if you don't have the complementary piece, meaning you're playing off of something. So if you have a burner – and they and teams have to respect that. They can't just come down on the box and play you underneath 15 yards and in. Then it changes what kind of looks you get, play in and play out, and obviously it opens things up. They don't have that guy, and so when they saw Deuce in the spring, I'm sure they realized what we realized. Obviously, he's raw, hasn't had a lot of reps at receiver. He's a former quarterback. Only had, what, a handful of catches at Illinois. But he is yeah, a Lakewood five. kid. He is a Lakewood kid, huh. which means he's special. Right. Like, even yeah. you know that when you get introduced well, and to Well, intelligent. Some, yeah. I mean, he's going to pick it so, up quickly. So, you know, like, you met me. You're like, I don't know anything about Jeff, but he's smart and athletic. That's obvious. He's a Lakewood kid. Right. That's what they say about us. Right. That's just, you know, every place has its When you're thing. from the wood. Yeah. But on that point, though, yeah. because, and this is, I was listening to Wake Up War Chant this morning. Of course. It was the interview with Tom and Aslan, or Tom and uh, Aslan were talking to Tom, or Jeff. Jesus. I'm right here. Shut his mic. Can you? Can I single you? Corey for and yeah. Aslan yeah, that's were talking to, ho- that's to Tom Lang. There you go. And they were talking about the tight ends. Lament. You would have been impressed. They yeah. were lamenting the tight end group. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Can't do span. Change that because how hard is it to hit tight ends over the middle when you don't have anybody that can take the top off the defense? Correct. If do span shows that that's a a possibility, if he's running free down the middle of the secondary and a seam. That, that could open things up for the tight ends. Caught a 60-yard touchdown pass today. That would have been 80. Uh, well, whatever, but yeah. on a bomb. Okay, so here's the point. They've got to show that, I think. Just just a thought. I think they got to show that to LSU. they got to show that to teams with the better defenses they're facing early in games. He doesn't have to catch it. They don't right. have to hit on it. They yeah. just got to show it. Like, hey, we have this. You, you're going to have to pay attention your, to this Your now. safety may want to check yeah. this out. My man is going to run past your corner. He is going to do that. So – if he can do that and then round into form on some of those other intermediate routes, which he's actually starting to do that yeah. as well, which is really eye-opening because I didn't see that at all in the spring. He was raw, raw, raw. Then, yeah, maybe, maybe. And, and that's the stuff that we're watching in camp where we're going, huh, that's better. 
hey, listen, guys, to be sure, there are a few other people we're looking at going, mm, that's not any better. But every now and then you look at a guy and you go, that is a lot better. He's been working hard this summer. He's taking strides. So that's exciting. You know, we're going to come on here and tell you about that. We're going to let you know that. And, and that tight end room, how many days a week have we lamented that tight end room? Like every day this year? Yeah. I just randomly in the middle of June just talking to people like, well, this this tight end room. You know, it's ridiculous. But Marcus to Douglas today. How good was he? Yeah. Uh, he was very good. You know, and he's he's lost weight. He's a big-ass kid. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's Literally. running away. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not running yeah. away from anybody. But man, he's making contested catches. He's, he's going to be able to he's got block. A rump on him. Yeah. Well, rump and, uh, Brian Courtney. Corey talks about Brian Courtney every day. Uh, yeah, he, he better get a lot bigger. Yeah, but I mean, he's there's. I mean, he could. He had that big catch uh, over the middle in uh, in seven on sevens, and he's just a natural pa- pass catcher. He's he, the most natural one they got, and an athlete. I mean, he yeah. played defense in high school. Also, I mean, he's he's not. You know, when they signed a quarterback to turn into a tight end, I was a little skeptical. But I think he's he down the road. I don't know how much he helps this year. Maybe special teams, but he's another guy that can help. There's hey, there's one question that I want to mention in chat. Um, somebody asked, with all the new support staff that FSU has uh, had has added this offseason, have we seen any changes in practice? They have had a lot of sports staff. I don't think we've seen any changes in practice. The main two things that they did with the sports staff was they added a lot of people in recruiting. And in, in an evaluation in the transfer portal, and then also some people to help with scouting, looking at opponents, advanced scouting, looking at opponents down the road. So I don't think it's changed much in terms of practice, but they have added a lot of. They'll have a better staff. plan for uh, Duquesne than they did for Jack State, maybe. You'd like to hope, man. Let's hope. Let's hope they do. And yeah, going back to the, you know, the, when we talk about this team, and I brought it up when we did the uh, stand up, the stand up after practices, is we are giving a lot of positive reports from practice, uh, but that isn't. It's not false. It's not false hope. Like I, they're better than they were last year, and that's that's what we're comparing it to. So we, I can understand how some people watching this or watching our stand up or reading our stories might want to roll their eyes, like, "Okay, man, they can't be this good." When I'm writing about somebody having a good day or somebody uh, looking better or somebody be, having an impressive day, it's all in relation to what we've seen right. from this team the last few years, not in relation to the rest of the country. Like they're still not a championship team by any means. They don't have the talent level for that. But it the talent has risen enough to the point where, you know, they would this team would beat the twenty twenty team by forty points, I think, and the twenty twenty one team probably by twenty. Well, they that, think they're that, better too, Corey. I mean, I, I don't want to give things away, but you talk to coaches, they think they're better too. Yeah. They 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 know they're better. And and I'll give you another instance uh, example. You don't have to trust us. I I read into Corey Syme today. He was of course at practice today. Talk the second the- most famous Corey probably in the Florida State football Hey, circle. you know what? <clears throat> you guys don't realize this, but I, I can see things. I, mm. I know things. I, just, I see the future sometimes. I know what you're going to say. Go for uh, it. I well, bet you Corey Simon told you. Yeah. It's nice to see some bigger bodies up yeah, there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, imagine that. You heard just, that. Just, yeah, yeah. You your, no, I was talking to him. He said, yeah, yeah, I was just telling Jeff. Yeah, so the truth is, I mean, that guy, obviously an all-time great – Defensive tackle for Florida State. Talk about a rump roast. Yeah, you weren't moving him. <laughs> no, at all. No, uh, but he came over smiling to me and was like, "Hey, man, this is different." And he was nodding to the offensive line. I said, "Yeah, it's the first thing I thought of when we came out here was that finally, you know, I'm I'm seeing enough big body types that you can rotate and have a chance to compete for extended periods of time." And guys challenging other guys for jobs. And he was all he kind of pointed out. He laughed. He goes, "Not only that, not only are they big." They're a lot of tall guys. He's like, I, I he goes, I got tired of coming out here because Corey's not particularly tall when you think about great professional athletes like he was. And he and he was sitting there saying, Yeah, I got tired of kind of coming out here and seeing guys that, you know, 
that you felt you could tell he felt like well, he could he could beat. Even. That was I mean again <laughs> yeah. that was when when Jimbo was still here. It might have been yeah I think was Jimbo was still here. Yeah, and Brian McFadden came to a practice and he it's was like, looking. What's going on? He's here? like these don't look like Florida State offensive right, linemen. Right, and so Corey's point today I think if yeah. I could say this is that these look like Florida State we don't offensive know, linemen. We don't know for sure how they're going to play, but, but they, they have more the guys part. that look the part, yeah. and that's a. That's, that's a step. Better than at least you were. That's better than even not. You didn't play the part. You didn't even look the part. Now they at least look the part. You know, I I thought one interesting point to make here. They were they were working on backs picking up blitzes uh, in one of the segments today, and uh, watching Trey Benson do it, it's different because they have a lot of little guys, you know, in the, in the yeah. backfield, and and a lot of tough little guys. But Toa Feely and no offense, Ward and those guys they ain't blocking a big yeah. linebacker. They're just not. It's not happening in in, in pass pro. Um, watching Benson do it, he's got a little something to him when they come. I mean, they, those guys have to change their approach when they come in there because that's a big man, mm-hmm. uh, and and he and he puts heavy hands on him, and that is something to look at as well because they haven't always been able to in obvious passing situations where you're going to have a back end to block. Really had a guy that could stand up, and I think they have a guy in Benson that can. I mean, it's just a little thing here that you're going to look at that they haven't had in the past. Do you think if we were able to watch every practice before the 13 season, what would we have thought of that team? Like, what's going to be the strength? Like, Because there had to be days where the defense just dominated Jameis and those guys. Not a lot. And, Not but, there a also lot had to be, there, but there also had to be days the other way yeah. where you're like, man, is this defense going to be any good at all? Like, it's, it's just so hard when you talk about, and this is one of the things going back to my other point about, like, it's hard to know how good a team is and how much they've improved when they're going against their own teammates. Like, okay, it is awesome that the receivers made plays today and Tate looked like Tate, but they were happening against the Florida State defense. So is that good or bad? And I just wonder, back going back to 13, like, what would we have thought of that defense? Well, I think, you know, I think we knew the defense was going to be good. Yeah. The Jameis thing was the part that, and there was the big tip off is you ta- started talking to people around. I mean, we put him on the cover of the, our preseason magazine at the Democrat. Yeah, we didn't just give those away. I mean, you had to earn the cover of the Democrat <laughs> but, back I mean, then. We put a kid who never played. Yeah, I mean, we well, never played right. a snap of college football. He had that spring game, we put, He had that spring game. <coughs> he was but, already but famous. But we were already working on that Yeah, because of what we were hearing in spring. And it, and but do that you think was, we would have had a, a, a great temperature of how good seen, that team could be I think if from we had, practice? Well, I'm just saying, yeah, if we had been out there and saw Jameis I think we would have been like, holy crap. Well, they're they're gonna win the, they could win the national championship. Well, but remember, Corey, who has a quarterback like that? But also, in 2012, we thought they had a chance to win yeah. the national championship. They lost two games. They should have. They should have if they had a quarterback. So well, hey, they had a better on, play man. caller. Uh, yeah, how about that? Right. Yeah, how about just you get, okay. just give me a field goal in Raleigh okay. in the second so, half. So the point, is, field goal. point is, they, they were – Stop throwing the damn ball against Florida. All right, that so, too. So the, we knew that that team – for EJ Manuel. I mean – I'm not doing it. But the point is they were loaded. You don't yeah. have national championship aspirations if you aren't loaded across the board. Yeah. We knew they were loaded. Oh, absolutely. And now you're hearing about a quarterback right. who is a savant. Jimbo would but tell me. But if we'd me, have seen it, well, if we'd have seen it, would oh, we have thought, we oh, gone man, to Vegas. Would we, we, this team is going to win the national championship. This team could be one but, of the best but teams I, of what all time. I'm, what I'm saying to you is you did know to a degree, maybe not without seeing it, I mean, not, not having seen it, but you did know because – the kinds of questions that Jimbo was ha- being asked. Well, that's the the biggest question we had was, could he be the guy? Right. It wasn't about the talent. It yeah, was yeah. like, can Jimbo get them through these games where the offense just doesn't do anything? Tom brought it up to me yesterday. We played in a charity golf tournament with Lawrence Dossie before the 2013 right. season, and I asked him, we both did, on the ninth tee box, 
So is Jameis all that we're hearing? Because we were hearing about it every day. Is that and, a par and, three or a par four? That's a par four. Okay. And so we were all, you know, we we're talking about it, and he and he said, um, you know, he was like, well, he's done everything, but we haven't gone full pads yet in in a scrimmage. He wanted to see him under the lights, and so it's just kind of like, well, that I mean, that's fascinating. He's basically telling you he's got every throw. He's a big, strong kid. He's smart. He knows the offense. And Jimbo was constantly saying to me in interviews, like, yeah, it, I've not seen a guy pick up the totality of my offense this quickly. So you knew he had skill, he had the intelligence. It's just a matter of whether he could handle the pressure right. of, of playing in a game. And then it the turns pit, out he could. Yeah, the pit game happened. Yeah, and we all went, "Well, that's different." In, the, in hindsight, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have gone with Clint Trickett when we were having that <laughs> offseason. Yeah, and he went with Coker, and I'm just sitting here. No, just, no, I. I well, I mean, you did. You did. I, I, I wasn't adamant Coker about wasn't it. wasn't a bad call. It wasn't a bad call because he had been here, but yeah. I, I wasn't adamant but about it. But my, my thought with Clint was <laughs> they were so loaded to the point that they were so loaded. Right. A game yeah. manager. Yeah. And we don't know that Clint wouldn't have won the national title. <laughs> if we had watched all those practices <laughs> hey, hey, in the spring, yeah, you, the you might have taken a different tact if you had gotten to see all those practices maybe, in the spring. Maybe. And that was my point. I just wonder what kind of what, what kind of feel we would have had for that team because I feel like we have a good feel for this right. team. Um as a, what it can be in relation to what it was last year, but I don't know if we have a feel for, oh, now they're going to win nine games well, no, no, no. Well, of practice or anything like that. And part of that is because we don't know exactly what they're going up against. Yeah, yeah, I, will tell yeah. You, I will tell you, despite you know lauding the improvement of this football team so far, and we've got a lot of practices to watch, guys, I still don't think they're any better than eight and four best. Yeah, I still yeah. I actually just stopped, on the way here stopped to get a drink. My guy Casanova. Yeah, Corey, I went to a Circle K and it was the most pleasant experience. Was it Casanova Cas- nurse? No, it was not Casanova. Oh, nurse. oh, I was hoping it was Casanova nurse. <clears throat> you got guy. daytime. Good you guy. Know, yeah. Making slushies at Circle K. <laughs> well, no, you didn't say. I thought you saw. But, a, a cu- I thought he was a customer at the. No, store. He, was, he was running the store. And, okay. uh Anyway, but he gave me a shout out for oh. the, for the show, okay. and he asked he asked me to give him a shout out. So that's why I just did. Mm. But we got thirty. He seconds. asked me what I thought, and I said eight and four. I still, yeah. I still say eight. We're and not four. wavering. Yeah, seven to five, eight crazy. and four. I'm not. I don't think this is a ten win team. They've, I just, I, I don't. One, I stopped listening after Circle K. Yeah, yeah I got out unscathed. You too, did. You did. Hey, try frightened. to go get air in your tires at any gas station in Tallahassee. It's a lot of fun. It's good times around here. Hey, hold on. I well. I'm going to pitch a package to him, and so maybe maybe you will have an opportunity to talk about a place that's safe, well lit, oh, to get air. All right, oh yeah, I, can't no, wait. I got you. I got a place. All right, let's I got a place. See it. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to make that sale. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. 